Greetings Only Tans. Today is Friday, November 3rd, and yesterday we had the pleasure of having the only tan himself and also one member of the No Dunks pod, very popular basketball show on YouTube and in other places, uh, J.E. Skeets. This is J.E. Skeets' second appearance on the show, and just like his first appearance, he brings a lot of NBA knowledge. You can tell that J.E. Skeets is very well educated on everyone in the league and every team and just everything that's going on. I mean, he's he's in it every day. So what what else would you expect? Uh, but it was a great show and we got to hear some of his predictions, some of his spicy takes, his hot takes, his surprising takes of what's gone on in this first week of NBA action. Um, we also covered other things such as the different shows that he's a part of. Uh, we talked a little bit of reality tv he covers survivor in one of his shows and i even asked him what would be another show that he could create if he was so interested in doing so because he's already creating like four shows right now or he's a part of four shows so he gave an answer to that question i thought it was kind of funny and you'll hear it in this episode um and then we also covered some carl anthony towns memes it was something that i was running on my twitter or x account so if you want to see those memes You'll have to go and check out my Twitter account, but we had a laugh over some of those entries. Uh, and just overall, it was a good time. It went about a little over an hour, uh, but I hope that you enjoy it and recall that nothing you hear in this episode should be considered financial advice. And let's jump right into it. <music> Hello, everybody. How are you all doing? Sorry, we're a little late. I forgot there's a time change on my end, but we're here. We're having a good time. We've seen one week of NBA action in the books. We can make some wild overreactions today. Like the, the Bucks are in trouble. They're going to miss the playoffs. The Heat are going to miss the playoffs. Every team is going to miss the playoffs other than the Celtics who are going 82-0. and 0. And Porzingis is the unicorn he was meant to be. Um, but let's bring in our friend, J.E. Skeets, what, what should we give him? Let's just give him a beta. Beta. Hello, yes. sir. What's up, Tandy? How's it going, man? It's going well. It's going well. So the, the NBA season, there are some teams that you might say are in beta, wouldn't you? I guess you could say that. Yeah, I'm more intrigued about this... Uh time zone difference that caught you by surprise <laughs> yeah so normally it's a five hour difference but then for some reason in europe it becomes four hours and then usa catches up a, a week later so it was actually a four hour difference this week ah yeah you had me so confused when the uh <laughs> the Streamyard link wasn't coming through and it was 4 p.m my time and then you're like oh sorry the time zone difference got me and i'm like what do you mean aren't you always where you are and you're always talking to people here generally in North America, but okay, that makes a little yeah, more sense. That's the explanation. So I guess we could start there. I mean, just throwing off the cuff here, but teams that are in beta, rookies are in beta. I guess you are you are the, the real basketball brain here. So first of all, a lot of people, for example, last week were saying how Scoot Henderson was their pick for the rookie of the year. It seems like Scoot Henderson is in beta. What's going on there, Skeets? Yeah, a very, very rough start for Scoot Henderson, which I mean... 
I think I think we probably should have slowed down with the rookie of the year projections for him. That was a little wild if you were making that one. Like you probably should have just not overthought it. Go with Wemby, maybe Chet. Uh, and then people try and talk themselves into Scoot. I think he's 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 coming into the league with the toughest position, right? I mean, it is to play the point uh, at that level. Just all the, the the things that need to go through your head in terms of uh, decisions there on the fly at the highest level that takes usually a while. Um, mm. But he's just really struggled to hit the three. Can't shoot right now. I said before the season started, he is going to have like these crazy like up and downs, right? I think he'll have these couple games where he probably goes for 30 plus a couple times. And then unfortunately he has started with the low, low, low here uh, with a couple stinkers. But uh, I was pumped, not because he left the game uh, last night, um, but Shaden Sharp got more of an opportunity because Scoot uh, had an ankle injury and uh, my Canadian there and Sharp, uh, he played really well. I think he finished with like 27, 28 points, something like that. But yeah, I'm not too worried. A... I'm not freaking out about Scoot. Yeah, sure. It's early. Uh, but also Sharp had a really good year last year too. So yeah, at the end of the season, you're right. When he uh, got some more opportunity, got some minutes there, they shut down Damian Lillard, obviously leaned into the tank. And, you know, he started to uh, put up some numbers, started to impress. Sometimes uh, that's fool's gold. Like at the end of the season, when you're sort of playing for nothing and you're like, ah, maybe these are just pointless stats. But, you know, they've translated so far. And I hope to see him join Team Canada uh, and, and maybe add another guy and Jamal Murray, obviously, when we get to the Olympics. But he looks good. Yeah, he's an athletic freak for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's in that throwdown set. I, I know you're a collector of the throwdown set. I do have the throwdown collection. That's my only that's my only rare set uh, that I have completed. Otherwise, I'm a common man. And mm-hmm. uh, hell, I don't even have a fandom set complete. But yeah, I like the throwdown set. You know, even though we're called no dunks, I like the dunks. So I like mm-hmm. that one. Yeah. Good point. Good point. So what what other things are catching you by surprise this year? Like for me personally. How do you explain uh, the Grizzlies starting 0 and 5? I feel bad for my boy Marcus Smart. Yeah, that's uh, that's shocking, no doubt, to be 0 and 5. Like they lost one of those to the Wizards too, and the Wizards are a damn near joke if you're if you're seeing their highlights with what Jordan Poole's doing. Um, yeah, rough, rough start. No John Moran, of course. Like no Brandon Clark. You know, Aldama was there. They like they're missing a lot of guys. Uh, but I think it does illustrate like how important Tyus Jones was for them. When John Morant was missing time over the last couple seasons, Tyus Jones was like probably the best backup point guard in the league. So he would slot in there, run the show, still rack up wins. Like he's really solid. Ironically, he's on the Wizards now. He's probably going, what the hell's going on here? But, uh, you know, they're banged up. But I wonder like how long this goes here where they just go, you know what? This is a wasted season. Just throw this one away. You know, Jaw will come back. That's fine. But, like, let's lean into a really good draft pick here, right? I don't know when you make that decision. There's still enough talent out there that they'll probably write this ship. But uh, it's brutal. But I do like to remind people, like, the Lakers started 2-10 and 10 last year. The Kings, I believe, started 0-4 out of the gate. And everybody was ready to say, oh, well, see, there the Kings suck again. And, you know, of course, they, they turn it around and got in the playoffs and were one of the top seeds. So... It can look like when you see the standings and you're like, what? The Heat are one and four. What? The Grizzlies are one and five. Well, season's done. Nah, that's not really the case. You know, we'll give it a couple more weeks until you like completely bury some of these teams. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Um, let's see. What other surprises here? We see the Mavs are four and oh. That definitely mm-hmm. took took me by surprise. What do you what do you think is the reasoning? You think this is Luca's MVP season? Uh yeah, I love that the one season most of us decide to not bet on Luca for MVP uh, is the one he'll probably go and get it. Um, 
Yeah, what I, I liked about them is uh, they tanked at the end of last year to keep their pick. That actually looks really smart right now because they picked Derek Lively the second, and he looks like the perfect center to put alongside Luca. Obviously, like a a rim running big, and he's like really, really athletic at the center position. Grant Williams was awesome. Um, addition, he's helped out, you know, former Celtic and getting some opportunity and making the most of it. I think he had 25 last night, hitting a bunch yeah. of these. They just have a bit more of a team around Luca. Um, they haven't played the greatest teams in the world here. Same with the Celtics, like both those squads, four and oh, they have not played like the best of the best yet. Uh, <laughs> the Celtics look like on another level from a lot of these teams, but. Yeah, it's been a Scott soft schedule here. Uh, yeah, you know, no Kyrie for a couple games, and it doesn't matter uh, to to Luca the way he's playing, and all just like these role pieces, they just make more sense as a team, I think. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty impressive, though. The Celtics scored, I think, the most points they've ever scored, the second most points they've ever scored, 155 points. So they are. My only concern with them is like, are they sort of shooting their? I don't want to say shoot their load, but. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> shooting their uh something other than load too early in the season <laughs> are you saying shooting their load because you have a guy named jay skeets on right now um yeah that's the i guess that's a concern i mean it seems silly to call it, call it a concern like are they playing too well uh too <laughs> early it's like no nah, they they are gonna be one of the elite teams like they're gonna be probably of i mean it almost feels like you can lock them in you know uh barring injury like a, as a as a top four team right in the league like yeah. i think most people thought that uh after they they made the big moves with porzingis and drew holiday but what's surprising is just how well it's worked right away and like drew holiday looking like uh just a super upgrade over beloved marcus smart right like still gives you defense but does a lot more things offensively um and then porzingis i mean this is if he plays like this, then he's playing like one of the best bigs in the league right now with what he can do, rim protection and shooting and all that. But it's always like you just cross your fingers and hope the guy can stay healthy and stay out there. But um, yeah, they've 155 points is no joke. I know Halliburton wasn't playing and all that, but that game was like over. That game was over. It felt like in like the first four minutes of the game <laughs> and the and the score just kept going up, 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 up. Um, that was yeah, that was impressive. Their, their top six is just it's elite. Absolutely. And Tatum, Tatum also looks like he's an MVP form yeah. and Brown. I almost feel like J- Jalen Brown is intentionally trying to get left-handed highlights. Like it's just, uh, it's just a good time right now. Oh, he's so. focusing on that <laughs> to, to shut everybody up. I'll have to watch for that. I haven't noticed yeah, that. Yeah. I, I mean, so. Tatum, what's crazy is like, I guess in the first week in a bit here. Yeah. It's, it's Luca, it's Jokic, it's Tatum and it's Curry. It's like, it's those four guys uh, sort of separating themselves already if in, in a wild, uh, MVP sort of run here. It sounds silly to still talk about this in the first week, but people do. We do. We're guilty. And those guys have been awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to make wild predictions, wild Mm -hmm. takes. Um, Here's a question also is uh, are the Kings, what do you think about the Kings this year? And is Fox going to have a down year according to your theory? Oh, my theory being that he was always one good year, one bad year, one good year, one bad year. I hope not. I'm a I'm a big Kings fan. I know uh, Poker Pro Eric here is in the chat as well. Um, I don't think so. I don't love the ankle injury, and hopefully it's not too severe. But um, no, they. Uh, I thought people were actually sleeping on the Kings coming into the season. I didn't really understand it. I know John Hollinger, who is you know a smart basketball mind. I, I love his stuff at the Athletic, a, a colleague of mine. But I think he had the Kings eleventh. And I saw other people having the Kings quite low in the West. And from all I could take from it, it was like, 
well, they got really lucky with health last year. Therefore, they won't be as lucky this year. And that means they'll drop into crowded West. And it's like, okay, but these aren't geriatrics. Like this is a young team. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, all that to say Fox, of course, injures himself with the ankle, but I don't think it's all that severe. So I think this is still a top five, top four easily team in the West. I think they're just so good. And the continuity is in their favor. Um, I'm I'm high on them still. They just have to avoid the Warriors at all costs. They can't play the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> That's the number one rule. I think they could beat anybody else, just not Steph Curry. Uh, you know, Clay Thompson hit the clutch jumper last night. Curry has already beaten them on a game winner um, in preseason, I guess. We know what happened in last season's playoffs with the 50-point game. Just avoid Golden State, and I, and I like Sacramento. And what about everyone's perennial pick in the beginning of the season, the L.A. Clippers? Now they're going to have James Harden. Uh, so the strippers of Los Angeles are definitely excited. Mm-hmm. But what do you what do you think about that uh, that gruesome? What are they a gruesome foursome at this at this point? I don't really know what to think with this team. I I actually I really hate the Clippers. I think they're my least favorite <laughs> sort of watch and team to follow. And you know now Harden's there, so you really got to focus on them at least for a little bit. They just they're just doubling, tripling down on okay, get rid of draft picks, roll with these guys who are talented players, but obviously have flaws. Um, I like hearing Kawhi saying he's going to play, you know, all 82 games and he's like probably healthy now and is committed to playing. That's good for them because the guy's still a beast when he plays. I think he's lost a step defensively, but um, I don't know. I'm just, I guess people are worried Harden's going to like sort of take away from what Westbrook was giving them because now you're taking the ball out of his hands a little bit and that's where Westbrook sort of flourishes with that second unit and what happens with James. But Harden, for all the shit he gets, and rightfully so, I mean, the guy's asked to be traded a couple times now, and people roll their eyes at that, and you're like, come on, man, you make $35 million. Like, what are you doing? Um, He's still good, (laughs) and he helped Embiid win MVP. He led the league in assists. He was a pretty good soldier there in Philadelphia, when you think about it. He took a pay cut to bring a couple guys in. I think he was really pissed that he wasn't selected to the All-Star game last year, and that he sort of got overlooked, maybe with in what his head was sacrificing, you know, sort of individual sort of stats and accolades for the good of the team. And he had two 40-point games in the playoffs against the Celtics. I mean, he was in wins, in wins, man. Like, I know he then had crappy, like, seven-point games, uh, but, you know, still, he had some pretty dominant... I mean, he had had just as many good games as Joel Embiid had. Right. Right? I can recall when he beat the Celtics, he looked on, he looked like peak form. Crazy. He, he looked so good. So he's a good player. I don't think they gave up a ton for him. I get why they're doing it. You know, the draft picks is a whole other thing, but they don't seem to care. So they're just like, you know, Balmer, he doesn't care about how much it's going to cost either. So right. if he's thinking of like giving Harden some sort of contract moving forward here, I guess you wait and see how this goes. But I still don't, I'm not convinced they have enough to beat the Nuggets still. Right, maybe not even the Lakers if everybody's healthy. Like, there's still some teams I have above them, but you know they'll be in the mix. And what do you think about the Bucks? Do you think they sold their soul? They got rid of their coach that won them a championship. They brought in Dame Lillard. They changed their chemistry. They they gave the the uh, the Thor's whatever jewel to the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not a tough Thor, one. Actually, I got that wrong. I don't watch Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that you get what I'm trying to say. But go ahead. <laughs> uh, hold on. Snap your fingers and we could uh, erase this part. Um, yeah. I don't. I, I think most GMs make that trade 
for Damian Lillard. There's an opening there, especially when you have Giannis putting the pressure on your organization. What the, the big concern is, are they going to be able to stop anyone? Because like that's the, you know, sure, Dame can get you those nights where he goes for 35-40. If you've been watching these games, holy crap, are they going at Damian Lillard? And the Bucks have changed their whole defensive game plan as well, you know, now that Budenholder is gone. So I think there's like some growing pains there in terms of like, where is Brooke? Where is Giannis? And then you have Damian Lillard. He's not a good defender. So people are putting him in every action. A lot of guys are scoring on him. Like all the guards in these games, even in their wins, um, are putting up monster numbers. Like Schroeder just torched the Bucks. Like he had 24 and 11 uh, last night um, for, for my Raptors. So that's an issue. But I'll, I mean, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that they've got to get a little comfortable with each other, specifically defensively. That's where they're, you know, they're going to have to get back to, to being uh, above average there. But I think they'll be okay. I took the under 56 and a half though. I don't think they're going to be in a, you know, a 60 win team right away. There's usually like we saw it even with the Heatles, right? Eh, there's some figuring out when it comes to these stars and, and everybody settling into their roles. Same thing will happen here. I think. So does that mean the Celtics are your top pick in the East? Yeah. After, I mean, after the first cup uh, first week or so, they, yes. Yeah. They have to be, um, uh, are we ready to write off the Miami Heat is the real question. Because, uh, you know, we have – it's always like it was Celtics, Bucks, whatever order you put them in. And then I feel like it was Sixers. People would try and put the Cavs there maybe. Maybe the Knicks uh, probably in that second tier-ish. Anyone else mm-hmm. I'm forgetting? And then the Heat. And it was, the Heat was just like we have to respect them, you know. Mm-hmm. We know they'll be bad. Maybe they'll disappoint in the regular season, but nobody wants to play them. The Celtics never want to play them, and the Bucks don't want to ever play them in a playoff series. But are they going to be in the playoffs is the, <laughs> is the, is the question here. They do not look good at all. Um, yeah. They look worse than the Bucks, in my opinion, from what I've seen. Yeah. I think uh, maybe they're cursed. Maybe they're going to miss. They, they can't just keep on picking up UPS drivers and, and making them play so well. As they, they run out of them after a certain extent? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think so. Um all right. Well, let's see. Are there anything anything else interesting happening? Any other sleepers or interesting teams you have your eye on or teams that you think are really fun to watch at the moment? Um, I had the Hawks as one of my teams that I think was going to surprise people. I think a lot of people after last year's Hawks. Is that because you're a homer? No. No, I live in Atlanta, but <laughs> I'm definitely not a Hawks fan when the Raptors are in town. Like I go and I'm wearing all my Raptors gear. Uh, uh, I guess I'm when I'm there, I'll cheer for them, but I just think, you know, last year they looked like a joke of a team that was win one, lose one, win one, lose one. Uh, and of course they took way too long to fire Nate McMillan. So then Snyder comes in and it's like, he doesn't do anything. Like the, he's, he's actually said, I didn't really implement anything at the end of last year, you know, and they still made the playoffs and they still played, you know, your Celtics and not that they did anything, but um, he just didn't do anything. So I thought having a real training camp and actually an identity that he was going to put in place and his systems and all that, uh, and maybe playing guys like Jalen Johnson and, and maybe AJ Griffin a little bit more that they'd be better because I think their their over under was like forty two and a half which I thought was a little off. They're three and two, so decent start. Um, they're a weird team; like they look unbeatable for quarters and then they give it all back, uh, or vice versa. They're down twenty and they come storming back, so they're a little streaky still. But I think they're a fun watch actually with uh, with Trey and, and Dejounte Murray's on one right now and Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson, guys, I don't know if you're the casual basketball fans here, he's getting more opportunity now. Uh, Nate McMillan did not want to play him. He hated playing young guys. He is awesome to watch. Like, he is a freak 
uh, in transition and like in both ways, chase down blocks. And then obviously, uh, you know, big dunks going the other way. So he's fun. We're, we're trying to call him Jalen Big Johnson. Remember those Big Johnson shirts? We want to bring Bro. those back. No, you don't remember those? No. Oh, are those those like um, everything was Big Johnson? Everything was like a dick-related joke? Yeah, yeah, basically, <laughs> yes. And it was always like some weird, yeah, dick-related pun about whatever the profession was. So we want to try and bring those back for him. Yeah, that's a great idea. I think that was that like at the same time as like the and one shirts. Yeah, like absolutely. Kind of doing well at the same time. Yeah, no fear uh, for sure. <laughs> Uh, those ones that you said, and one, and then, uh, yeah, Big Johnson. <laughs> I remember people getting like kicked out of school for wearing Big Johnson shirts. Oh, that's a great idea. All right. Well, I feel like we, we covered the standings here, the surprising, the surprising teams. What, what's your, um, take thus far watching Wemby? Is he just a lighter skin ball ball as, um, <laughs> Katino Mobley said? Uh, no, I don't think he is. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he is. Like, maybe there's flashes of uh, bull bull in him. Um, yeah, it's been pretty cool, actually. I gotta be honest. It's like, damn, like he's sort of living up to the hype. Like he's, it's, it's fun as hell to watch. Like even casual fans are like texting me, like friends, like, well, oh man, this this is unreal. How tall is this guy? He can <laughs> do this, you know? It's like, yeah, I know. It's, it's pretty crazy. Um, yeah, good start. I like, I like his. I like how comfortable he is in his own skin, <laughs> being a, a lot of skin. Yeah, uh, a lot of skin. Seven foot four, seven foot five. Like he's just comfortable with like himself and who he is. And like, you know, even people are like, oh, you got to add weight. And he's like, no, no, I don't. You know, I just got to stay healthy. So he's all into his yoga and all that. It's like, it's cool that he has that mindset. And he has like an FU attitude, which I maybe didn't sort of realize. I don't know why. Maybe it was me projecting and being French. I don't know what it was, but it was like, oh yeah, like him and Chet Holmgren, like they have an, like they're assholes uh, in a good way, <laughs> like, which I think the best of the best players sort of have to have. Um, so yeah, he's been as advertised, I would say like, he's only going to get better <laughs> and that's scary to think, but yeah, I've been, been impressed. Yeah. I couldn't believe that highlight that I saw the other day, I think from yesterday or a recent game when he's like stumbling backwards in front of the hoop and he just lifts his hand up and it the hand is like over the rim and he just dinks it in it's like you're playing on a toddler's little play school hoop oh i mean like the the photos and the clips of him guarding durant was sick like i mean i was saying on our show on no dunce like like durant is seven feet tall like he does crazy things like we sort of forget about it i think like you just think of durant as this obviously one of the most incredible scorers of all time but like you do forget he's seven feet tall um I know Wemby's just a bigger version of him. Like the idea will like the idea will be he can do those things. Maybe not as great a shooter, but obviously can give you more defensively and, and that. So yeah, those photos were cool. Yeah, the dunk he had that big reverse dunk. Like you said, he's basically on the ground almost. He had a huge like baseline where he threw it down on the other side. Like he he moves like a guard, and seven foot four people aren't supposed to do that, you know. So that's why he's the alien. That's why you just you just pray that he doesn't you know twist an ankle or screw up a knee or something because when you're that height i think it's it's tough to stay healthy playing a exactly. game like this yeah i know i know um well we miss uh we missed a few stickers so let's see some stickers here we got jump shoot thank you jump shoot i'm imagining that's ice cream so yum yum mm, thank you yum, yes yum. yes yum yum and then we also got uh we also got boston base tandy time rocks yum yum so thank you boston base appreciate it um <laughs> All right, yum yum, ice cream so good. Let's see what else do we got here. Um, Skeets, you you make a lot of content. 
I wanted mm-hmm. to touch on that for a second. So how many how many shows are you currently doing? You're doing the the baseball show, the basketball show, the survivor show, the is this good show? Am I missing any? Uh yeah. Okay, to to clarify, I obviously do no dunks and when the season's on we're 5 days a week and we'll sometimes even do a six show. So that's a lot of just basketball. Yeah. We're live every day, 10 a.m. Eastern. Uh, I don't know what the time zone is for uh, Tandy, but he can figure it out. Yeah, I'll um, figure it out tomorrow. Yeah. So then I'm <laughs> filling in for No Bunts, which is our baseball show on the Athletic Baseball Show feed. I'm filling in for Tass, who uh, okay. who had an accident. Um, I guess we're coming up to two months ago. So I just sort of stepped into that role just to finish the season. Rangers won. I called Rangers in five. I know very little about baseball. I mean, I used yeah. to be a baseball fan when I was a kid, but. I don't really follow it uh, much anymore, but I sort of got into it, you know, in having to, you guys are doing a lot of playback too. Yes. Um, And then no buffs is our survivor show. We're just survivor geeks. I've always been a survivor fan. And uh, I think this is our fifth season. Myself, Trey and JD, our producer uh, for no dunks uh, recapping every episode. I just recorded one right before uh, jumping on here with you. And uh, so we do that when the seasons are going on, that's 13, 14 episodes uh, in a, in a season. And then what was the other one you said? Oh, is this good? Is Matty O, who used to work with us at the starters, his spinoff podcast is called Is This Good? And I'll go on that a lot just as a guest. So I don't have to host that one. It's like this. I just show up, talk. Got it. Say a bunch of nonsense and then leave. So um, yeah, and then we're doing playback. We're, um, you know, watching games live together with the community. Uh-huh. And oh, oh, uh, feel oh, free to drop it. Slow. And uh, yeah, we're loving it. Go ahead. <laughs> if you could do if you could create another show what would you what would you do a show about holy moly i don't want to do another one man (laughs) um (laughs) uh what would i do what would i do um (laughs) i don't know i honestly do too many as it is my two favorite things are basketball and survivor and i do shows about them um all right all right uh, well i had this weird idea now it's more playback related and I don't think I can get the actual rights to do it, but my favorite movie of all time is rad, mm-hmm. which is a BMX movie from the eighties. Uh, like you mentioned this last time. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I have this weird idea that I want to do a playback, like viewing party for rad. Okay. That's not weird in and of itself, but I want to do it every month. And we <laughs> always watch it and just see where it goes and who like, you know, who I bring on and like, and do I go crazy? You know, like, and I love this movie. So will it ruin it? Like I have this, I want to like this working theory here. So uh, I want to convince playback that like, I'm going to buy the movie and then maybe we can still do it. But uh, yeah, that's, I guess that's my answer. I want to okay. do a, I want to do a monthly rad watch <laughs> with the community. <laughs> that's a great idea. I support yeah. it. I'd love to tune in on like episode 12 to see like where you're at. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, I'll be, I'll be going nuts but i'll be still uh sending sending you an angel that's a rad reference for you yeah well hopefully there's some rad fans in the chat um yeah you know what i thought about actually was there's one reality show that i watch and it's really junky and i was curious if you watch it or if you've ever watched it which is 90 day fiance have you ever watched that show okay i've watched like definitely some now that's been going on for a long time right like there are a ton of seasons 
Yeah, and it's very popular. Apparently, yeah. like it used to be number one consistently, and then it started falling off. And now they just release like six versions of it, and there's always a few of them at the top of the charts. Yeah. So, so the answer is yes. I've seen. I've definitely seen parts of it. My wife uh, is a reality television like you know guru, so she watches a lot of that. She watches. She generally watches that one. So I'm definitely catching pieces. Like I do love that show because like I'll be working and hearing her watching it, and I will just like burst out laughing. Like what are they talking about, or what are they fighting about? Like it's just pure insanity. Um, but now you've like got me thinking. My answer would actually be doing uh, some sort of Real Housewives sort of podcast with my wife, Nora. So I would do that maybe as the next sort of thing, but there are a million like, you know, Bravo TV podcasts too, but. Um, yeah, but no, your audience probably doesn't watch it. So yeah, that's to capture true. that audience. That's true. But it, it's like on one hand, I like watching that because I literally turn my brain off. Like yeah. it's so stupid. Yeah. It's very entertaining. Don't get me wrong, but it's like, do I want to add the element of like taking notes, formulating <laughs> thoughts on it? You know, like now I'm now it's just a job. Um, like I almost sometimes I cross that line with Survivor, which I still really like, but it is becomes a, a job now because I got to do a show on it. But yeah, that's a lot. And th there's so many of those shows too. It's like you would always be doing it. So it's a slip slippery slope, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. So Top Shot Tesla is calling out once. I talked about the show I watch on Netflix, Love on the Spectrum. Did you I watch that show? I watched the first season. There was one of the greatest television characters of all time, reality TV characters. Was his name Michael? See, I are you are you talking about the original one? Because I watched the one that was in. Wait, was it originally in the U.S. and then Australia or vice I thought versa? It was, yeah, I thought it was vice versa. I thought it was Australia first. There yeah, was a and then guy the US. like it's such an endearing man named Michael. I think his name was Michael, and he was like convinced, like you know, he had that like romantic idea of love. And he was like, so, so endearing. Uh, I did watch that season. Whatever the one we're talking about, I watched one of those early ones. So I think you watched Australia and I watched the US one. Ah, but that's it. That's it. Yeah, there's something about that show really, really hits you in the feels. And it's just so like, there's something about those people where there's like no filter about them. And yeah. it's so like unbelievable to watch them because uh, obviously you don't find that in your everyday life. Uh, but yeah, that's another good one. So if you're if you're writing down recommendations, definitely check it out. Um, let's see, what else can we talk about? Um, who is a player? Do you ever play hoops grids? Uh, like sort of immaculate grid or whatever. No, it's the thing we got to choose um, players that played for multiple teams. Like oh. they'll say, name a player who played for. You know the Heat and the Wizards, and you gotta choose a yeah, player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the 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 nine the the three by three. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we did it on playback. Um, it's fine. I mean, I feel like it's one of those things that had it like burned burned bright for a couple of weeks, and then it was, yeah. you know, it was like Wordle. It was like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I have a, I have like a stupid question. <laughs> I did this last week, I think, which is. Who is a player? Now we're gonna make a little. We're gonna add some hoop grids to it. Who's a player who played for both the Lakers and the Magic that you'd like to share a hot dog with? <laughs> um, Lakers and the Magic. I don't really want to share a hot dog with Dwight Howard. <laughs> okay, you got it right. <laughs> oh, oh, that's. <laughs> oh, this is a game you. Gave up. <laughs> Are you so okay? 
<laughs> no, I'm not doing too well. Hold on. <laughs> oh, jeez. Anyway, um, yeah, I just thought that whole story was so ridiculous. Oh, my God. What's the update on that? I don't know. Do we know where he's laying his wood? Wasn't that what we were trying yeah, to? I, yeah, yeah. I, I think the last I saw the headline or whatever, I mean, it was, well, it was from Howard's camp or Howard's side. Like, this guy is trying to, he's been trying to extort me forever. I think that's the last yeah. thing I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Tesla's not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway what else what else we got we got a question here when's amy's baking company watch along have you ever watched that i think people are just calling out reality shows now uh haven't even heard of that uh <laughs> of the old abc there um but what's the british bake-off i mean that's on the mm. television every once in a while that's a feel-good show too i love how they like they the, the the Brits just do reality television way differently, at least that one. It's like so everybody's like, you know, so happy for each other and so supportive and like the show is just like so chill and it's like, oh, it's like uh, it's very different, but it's good. I'm all right yeah, with that not, one. Not the case with the American reality shows. Definitely no, not. No, 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 no. Um, so Boston Base actually had a question for you here. Mm -hmm. Where was it? He wanted to know. Where is it? Well, actually, I, I remember it. He wanted to know if you collect cardboard. Do you own any cardboard? Um, not as much as Boston-based does. I know that. Um, yeah. But but it's a good question because recently, I mean, I guess maybe five or six months. Yeah, probably in the summer at some point, maybe early summer. Um, Top Shot sort of got me back into some cardboard. Yeah. So I started, you know, obviously looking on eBay and finding things. Uh, so the answer is yes, I do. And I'm collecting basically only rookies of Canadian players. That's my PC, at least That's that funny. I'm trying to build. So, you know, Shea Gilgis, Alexander, Jamal Murray, Steve Nash. I have a Bill Wennington card, uh, you know, a bunch of other ones, but I won't bore you to death naming a bunch of Canadian players. But yeah, it's sort of cool. I've got back, in, back into it. Yeah, I, I also used to collect when I was younger. Um, and then my mom, that we had two plastic boxes in the basement, my cards and my older brother cards. And then she mixed them together and sent them to my brother. And mm. now he's, and now he's claiming that he doesn't know what I'm talking about and that they're all his cards. So anything cool. of value. I mean, this is junk wax era, I guess. No, I mean, I, I had some Michael Jordan, like holograms, you know, like okay. uh, those upper deck holograms. Yep. I think, you know, they're not worth nothing. I got a Michael Jordan on the, on the white socks. So who knows? Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that card. Yeah. I definitely had some of these, you know, but I think my parents just threw them out. I I, I don't know where they are. My, I guess I, I don't know if I've ever asked my parents, like, did you ever keep any of that? I have a feeling they didn't uh, in moving a couple times, but yeah, um, it is fun. Like, I don't, I don't buy, well, I'll buy like boxes at Target for like my God kids and stuff like that. They're like now like, you know, around the age where like they like ripping packs and stuff like that. But I generally buy just the cards I want from yeah auction or ebay or stuff like that and that's fun i like if any it's weird i like really fell down like a podcast rabbit hole for card podcasts hmm. um which uh there are some i really like there's some other ones i'm like what is this and uh some of the basketball takes on these they make me burst out laughing uh and i really do like this one podcast but this guy was trying to say at the start of the season to buy simone fontecchio cards he saw a lot of value in uh, Fontecchio. I'm like, 
that is not great advice, man. Like, okay, like <laughs> unless you're Italian uh, and you're like me collecting Canadian players and you want to collect Italian players. Like he was trying to make it sound like he was going to pop off or something. I'm like, I don't think that's going to happen. But yeah, How many yeah. minutes is he getting these days? What's that? How many minutes is Fontecchio playing these I days? I mean, I can't tell you off the top of my head. I can look real quickly. It's not a lot. He has played three games under 10 minutes a game. But he's shooting forty percent from three. Maybe this guy's right. Um, yeah, just needs to give a be given an opportunity. You know, a twenty-eight year old guy that's uh, gonna gonna explode here. Yeah, load up on Fontecchio. You heard it here first. <laughs> that's right. Uh, right. Not financial advice, but maybe is. <laughs> um, what else we got? Well, there's actually some news on Top Shot. Are you aware that the? I think it's next week at this time, more or less. There's going to be the first rookie drop are you aware of this i i i am trying to stay aware of top shot news i feel like there's a blog post every day right now <laughs> and i don't mind it but it's like you know i got a lot of other things going on i'm, I'm yeah. trying my best i use our discord you know some of the the top shot freaks there to keep me up to date what do i need to know um but yeah i think i think I, what i'm getting a pack as long as i have locked the rookie uh series four so set. if you own the whole series four Which I do. rookie set, okay. Yep. So then if you lock it, you get a pack. Okay. I think it's I'm already locked. I've with, already I already locked and loaded that, so I'm good. Is that a pack with? Is that where it's like one card and then you get one rookie, or is it the whole pack? That's now, part that, of that. Not, I, I'm unclear about, man. Yeah, I need to go I, read that blog. I don't know, but I will say like the stuff I have read, I'm like, okay, this is good. I, I haven't been upset. I know I, I listened to your show too, and um, you know, for the most part, I know there's not a lot of people talking about Top Shot anymore. Mike Zakarian never mentions it anymore. Um, Mike yeah, he's in those Solarian. Uh, <laughs> uh, I I'm not upset with things that they're saying and ideas, you know. So it's just like, okay, <laughs> it feels like we're all the same people still here. Of course, the goal will be to get more people, but at least it's not getting. It doesn't feel like it's getting worse and worse, and they're making dumber and dumber decisions. It feels like they are at least plateaued a little bit. If that's positive, I don't know, but we'll see. Yeah, I think so. I think they're trying to make things a little more easy to understand. It's getting a mm-hmm. little more user friendly. If you have the app, um, yeah, now you're going to be able to buy and sell on the app. Uh, uh, the also- marketplace for packs. I mean, finally, and that's smart. I think I, I like it. I like. I haven't it bought too. one, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like it though because you see that people are degening after the pack drops and then paying more, and I think yeah. that's a very good indicator. Um, and I like seeing when there's not so many packs for sale. So people are like trying to get a pack and don't, I think that's a big part of what will bring like interest and hype back. And I think that having the Wemby rookie hopefully will also create some hype. I think I would, I would think so. I mean, I mean, I know Paolo is the big get in that rookie set and, uh, like, wouldn't you think Wemby, I mean, it'll be like two three four x i would i would assume uh i think people are that's going to be a coveted one for sure yeah uh, and, and, and yeah yeah go ahead go ahead no i was just gonna say the other part is like i know they're still doing the you know there's a bunch of leaderboard stuff i don't really worry too much about that but then the challenges are sort of fun they keep you interested just enough can't say i love these ones where it's like um i almost was confused by some of them it was like there were some predictive ones i think that's sort of fun you know, who's going to be the high scorer, who's going to whatever. But then there's ones like, okay, we're going to watch tonight and then you are going to have to play your moment, burn your moments. And then I guess you will get a chunk of the money 
from how many people do that. Right. And I was yeah. so confused. I was like, I was trying to kept like, I was thinking it was predictive. I'm like, okay, I got, I got to put it in and it wouldn't work. And then I'm like, Oh wait, this is, it's saying it starts in eight hours. That means it starts when the games are over type thing. And I don't know about those ones. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely prefer predicting. I think that's definitely more fun. And like yeah. Cam Thomas is the top scorer and one person on the whole platform right. guessed it. Like who the hell was that guy? And they're like, it, it wasn't pack trip somehow. And that that's always fun. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, I think bottom line though, I do prefer that same as you, but if, if people are uh, doing these things and participating and burning and burning and burning, like I think ideally we might not like burning the stuff that we spent money on in the past but that's like where we sort of have to go to correct yeah the, the wrongs of the past I think. and that's a good point because i fired up one of them and i'm looking at it i'm like oh i don't have like a vucevic or something and i'm like so i'm like okay maybe i should just go buy a dollar one but then i start doing this thing where i'm like well how many i'm gonna probably spend four dollars to get three dollars back like i don't know <laughs> like i assume a lot more people are doing this um so i don't think i'm gonna get it's not like i'm gonna get a hundred bucks back you know so I stopped, yeah. Uh, yeah. but I guess that's the calculation that people will make, and that's fine. Yeah, there's some game theory in there. You got to try to figure out how many people are doing it. I think the one that just happened, like two thousand people did it, so you got like three bucks. Yeah, um, right, right. So it would have been stupid for me to go buy three moments, really. Like if I didn't have them. If you got them and you have a ton of supply, then sure. But I mean, I tried to get. I mean, I have way too many moments still as it is, but like, I have some sets, and I don't want to like. I don't want to burn that or something, you know, it's like just pain in the ass or it's already locked and I can't. So yeah. But yeah, for sure. Um, well, I think you'll, you'll be able to uh, use or get rid of a lot of the sort of flotsam that you still hold. Mm -hmm. uh, I I've, I've gotten some Intel. So I know that like moving forward, they're going to start sharpening that up a little bit. Okay. Okay. Like the it'll sound be good. It'll I be still good check stuff. in. It's, I mean, I still fire it up. Yeah. Like on the app or obviously on desktop and, like probably once or twice a day where I look at it and like look at uh, offers I have out there or whatever, you know? So it still keeps me intrigued enough and pack drops and stuff like that. It's like, I haven't, I guess I did buy a couple of those archive ones. So I'm still like at least dabbling a little bit in it, but just not yeah, as the archive, as we once did. So the archive ones are kind of fun. I mean, they're like, obviously there's zero speculation on those ones, but uh, the origins one that just happened was pretty cool where it was all the rookie moments of these players that are already established. Mm -hmm. And that was that, that actually ended up being like a pretty profitable pack. And that's the one that people are flipping for like double all, right away. The pack, the pack that they bought. Yeah. That was the one I didn't buy. So, uh, yeah. Whoops. uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I like the lower stakes ones where it's, uh, I mean, you don't even like, it's silly. You almost don't even need to buy the packs if you want to complete the set for fairly cheap and people get tons of duplicates. So they're like, I'll just give you one. You know what I mean? Like people don't they're like, I don't need this. I don't want this. I probably won't sell it. So uh, here, take it. So and I, I like the archive moments too, being a, you know, an older NBA fan, I guess I like all those uh, sets. So I have at least the common level ones of the archives. Yeah. Right. Collecting on the low end is kind of like putting stickers in your sticker book. Like my, right. my son is, my son is collecting this Mario. He's got these Mario books. I don't know if they sell it at, in the U S as well, but it's by Panini. And then you have to buy the packs and then you put the stickers and you try to fill the book. Have you ever done I, anything like this? We, we definitely had that in Canada for, for hockey stickers for sure. I, I absolutely remember that. Like each page was like, okay, Calgary flames, collect them all. Oilers collect them all. Yeah. 
Oh, and we all did it. Yeah. I mean, it's it was fun, right? And it was like, oh, do you have this one? Oh, I'll trade you this one. Like, we all did that at school for sure. It's fun, but it's it's crazy that Panini is creating a bunch of little gamblers. Like, my son is six years old. He's like, he rips a pack. He's like, I need more packs. I need more packs. I'm like, what is going on here? Oh, and not, yeah, that's not what only they, that, but, <laughs> but they that's what they like, want. <laughs> I know. I know. And they do like the parallels too. So you get like the Mario oh. holding the gift box and they're like, oh, but you can get the gold border Mario with the gift box. Maybe you should keep trying. Oh man. Can't believe it. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, but that's like all like. I bought my 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 godson like a you know it was like a NBA I don't even know how to describe it like a squishy almost but they're like they're players right and they come in like an egg so you don't know which one you're gonna get so you crack it open you're like oh I got LeBron and then of course what's in that like a list like a checklist of like oh yeah this is LeBron but what about Lamelo and you're right so then he's like oh I gotta get that so now you're buying another one it's like and his dad's psycho so his dad's like. He's a psycho. So I like bought him a couple and they weren't that expensive, but his dad's like, well, I got to complete it now. And he's like, you know, trying to find them on eBay. Like, what are you doing? He's not going to care about these in two weeks. Like, this is stupid. These are just plastic and, uh, you know, completed it. And then it's forgotten about in two weeks. I know you complete it and you toss it. That's the whole thing too. This Mario sticker book. I'm like doing the math with my son. I'm like, this is going to cost us like $70 to to finish. Like, what are we doing here? And so my wife's like, let's not, let's not do that ever again. I'm like, I think that's a, <laughs> I think that's a good strategy. Uh, but yeah, so it shows you that this desire to rip packs is strong. It's like embedded in us. And that's oh. why these even digital packs, you want to get your hands on them and rip them. I know. I, I can't believe I've shown the restraint to keep some of my packs on Top Shot. Like I do have some, some I can't sell in the marketplace yet. Some I don't know if I will even, but I mean... I definitely bought a couple of those archive ones and I'm like, I'll just wait. Like, it'll be one of those things like, yeah, maybe I can sell these like for double. I already have the whole set. Like, why would I really try and hit an origin with 2% or whatever like that? It's like very unlikely. But like just the other day, I was like, I'm bored. I was literally bored. I'm like, (laughs) I'm just going to rip one. (laughs) You know, it's like a bunch of crap. It's one bunch of moments I already have. I'm like, ah, but it was fun for 10 seconds. Exactly. That 10 seconds is where the value is. Yep. Um, so I don't know if you saw, but uh, so Alexo is giving away uh, one of those run it backs of Carl Anthony Towns. And he had the idea of doing like a contest where okay. people had to make their best Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, meme. I saw this. Yeah. So I thought maybe we could look at a few of those and just okay. see like if any of them really stood out to you. Okay. I'm going to guess right now somebody used that weird NBA Brazil uh, Wolves <laughs> thing. <I'm> calling it. <laughs> I don't think I actually saw that, but oh. that one, what was going on with that? And now I'm seeing that there's more there's Brazilian more. There's NBA multiple. accounts. Yes. Um, well, we actually have our guy, Trey Kirby, uh, doing some research on it. And we might have some short form <laughs> content coming soon because they're insane. What is going on? It's the weirdest stuff I've ever seen. I don't I know, know if, you, if you saw the, there's a Brazilian Warriors account. And there was something very graphic involving like. <laughs> I can't believe it's not a Japanese uh, NBA uh, spinoff like thing. I, I, I think the Brazil part's really blowing my mind for some reason. But. I know. I didn't know Brazilians are such creeps. Like I, I'm, I'm married to one. I, I never saw this before. Oh, Is man. your wife running these accounts? <laughs> yeah, she might be. Jesus. Oh my, I hope she is. That's a lot of yeah. engagement. She's going to yeah. make those Elon bucks. Um. 
Anyway, so let's let's take a look. The, okay. the, this is the moment at here that you can win. There's the there it is. Very kind of Alexa. Oh, nice. So now we're just gonna. So so here's the thing. So some of these, like for example, this one. I don't know if this really counts as a meme because this is just like a screenshot of something that they've seen in the past, right? Yeah, that's not a so, meme. Yeah, that's, that's not a meme. That's just like a, a picture. Um, so there's Ben calling it a Grail. Here's Alexa, but he's obviously just posted that. Yeah. So yeah. here. Here's one. Okay, here we go. Yeah. So here we go. He's with Thibodeau. <laughs> Same time, new place. Yes, don't be late when you realize your ex lover wants you back. Okay. <laughs> All right, not yeah. bad. Not bad. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I Can't don't say it's I don't... probably a winner, but <laughs> it doesn't really have a whole lot of topical humor. Like, unless, unless this is this something that's happening where there's a rumor that he's going to go back there? I don't think well, so. there's, yeah, there's a rumor he could end up on the Knicks like the Knicks okay. could target him I guess yeah okay so I guess it's not as bad it's, it's, it's decent so then we got Rykan 007 who who I think submitted like 20 memes and that that's another thing I'm not quite sure how to how to handle this is that when when someone uh submits like 20 of them I didn't have that in the rules but anyway so you're gonna see a lot with this with this icon here uh okay. so there we go the only ring cat will ever see it's a little meme Poor guy. Sure. Here's another one by Rykan. 26 jewels, zero rings. So we're, okay. we're, sensing, a, we're sensing a theme here. Um, I thought this one was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, I mean, they put some work into it. I know. There's definitely some work that's gone in. I appreciate the Photoshopping. I hope he didn't just rip this off. I don't think he did. And no. the fact that it's Jimmy Butler is also really funny. Like, why is it Jimmy Butler? Did Jimmy Butler ever call him that? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, Jimmy obviously like played his way out of there because he, uh, you know, cooked, he cooked cat in the starters with a bunch of like third stringers. Yeah, uh, I don't like think he was best. a fan of, yeah, cat sort of, uh, attitude, um, yeah, yeah. and drive, I guess to, to be great, but. Well, I'm like more. Con is there a real cat pillow? Is this what this is? <laughs> I think it's my pillow. Have you heard of that guy? Like oh, that, okay, okay. You know? Oh, yeah. Now I see it. The shirt on that guy. Yes, that guy, <laughs> yeah. pro Trump dude. Uh, exactly. Yeah, I forget his name, but um, but yeah, this is definitely a good one. I definitely it's like good. this one. It's good. Um, so let's go. Rykan's back again. I thought this one was actually pretty funny. <laughs> So it's him screaming when you order the mild vindaloo at your favorite Indian restaurant, but they change their masala. It's very specific. <laughs> very <laughs> random, but I don't mind it. Yeah, I definitely, that's probably his best one if I had to say. Okay. Um, here's perfect cereal, extra small fanny pack I bought on <laughs> See, I actually was like, uh, I like wanted to go see if he actually ordered one because then I would have given him an extra point here. Um, but still pretty funny. <laughs> That's good. Uh, Strad with a little Top Shot humor. Um, Top Shot market not going down for one minute, and there's cousins in his way, and he's more supply. So that. That's pretty top of that's or... that's a straight up meme right there. I mean, that photo yeah. is sort of iconic. Uh, <laughs> you know, where, where Cousins is like just not moving at all, and Cat's trying yeah. to push at him. That's pretty good. So that's a meme. That's a meme. Here's Louis Locks, my friend Louis Locks. Sometimes I curl up into a ball and lean forward. That's just how I roll. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, Rykan is back. Carl Anthony Towns looking for where his potential went. <laughs> Okay, right. This guy just hates Carl Anthony <laughs> Steve over here, Carl Anthony Clown with laughing and a three pointer symbol. And 
purposely spelled Carl wrong? Yeah, you're right. I like so, it. I or like not. It. <laughs> I think not, which makes it better. And the photo looks like it was edited in Microsoft Paint, which you got to mm -hmm. give a hand to. That's good. Let me see. Let's keep on going. Lika is back. I think there was one earlier with Lika. Play in championship. And then Patrick Beverly. I don't... So, this is good. That's not bad. I got the Wolverine okay. meme. You know, cat longing for the days of Patrick Beverly uh, helping to win a quote-unquote championship by, like, you know, winning a play-in. That's not brutal. Mm, that's that's actually a good point. I didn't ask you about what is your take. And we I don't remember if we talked about this last time. But what is your take on the in-season tournament? Because I'm still I'm not 100% sure how I feel about it. I, here's, like, the takes. The takes that I heard that sort of, like, were turning me in the direction of, okay, this is a good thing, potentially, is, like, it's more basketball. What are you going to complain about? But then... The other side of that argument is, but what is the point? Like, I wish that they were winning something. I wish that they won and not money. These guys have enough money. Mm -hmm. I wish they were winning like a draft pick or something. Yeah. Okay. So a couple thoughts. One, overall, I like the idea. Why not? It's a classic. Why not? These are, these aren't new games outside of the actual final four, you know, where they're going to play in Vegas. These are games on the schedule that they are designating as, in-season tournament games. So they're already happening. They got a new court now. They're going to have probably new graphics on the television screen. And it's going to like, quote unquote, mean a little something different. So cool. Why not try it? Like these games like that a lot of people don't care about early on, maybe people are more invested in, especially as it like whittles down from the groups and stuff like that. So I like that. I'm with you on what they're playing for. Now, I don't think they should be playing for like a draft pick. Um, I think they should have got a way, way more like, sort of silly with it uh, maybe silly is not the right word but like instead of money give these players something they actually would want and care about like like a championship belt yes. or a watch or a cool piece of jewelry like the trophy looks fine but like give them something that like they could literally flaunt on their instagram and in the, when they're walking the tunnel like i think championship belts is amazing like yeah i think it would be fun it's not taking it too seriously, but like they, but they would want them. You know what I mean? Like a majority of the guys. So maybe they'll get there. Maybe they won't. I don't know if they think that's just, you know, too out there. Um, but I, overall, I I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt. And I think all that's going to matter about whether or not this is a success is what happens in those final four games, like the two semifinals and the championship. If they're entertaining, they're close. You know, we have cool teams or there's a cool moment or a cool story that comes out of it. People will be like, success. If those games stink and they're blowouts and they're yawners, no one, people will be like ready to shit all over this and be like, who cares? This is completely pointless. Mm -hmm. The NBA has to go out of their way to rig those games to make them entertaining <laughs> is my point. That's what they should do. Get your best refs on it and keep those games close <laughs> and make sure they're entertaining at the end. And I think, I think then maybe, maybe you've got something to build on. That's my take. All right. I think that's a fair take. Yeah. Um, what is it? Oh, yeah. And also the other thing that they're changing this year is they're going back to the standard all-star game format, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, that one is also, uh, it's a who cares. Uh, it's not going to like change anything. They Silver legitimately has to sit these guys down and go, especially right now with a huge TV, TV rights deal coming around the corner. Guys, play hard. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, for a quarter, try. Make this competitive. Um, because everybody's, like, laughing at this. And it's I know it's an exhibition game, but, like, 
it is a showcase for your league and we can all make more money if you actually give a damn for at least, you know, six minutes in the fourth quarter. So I don't care that they're going back to it. It doesn't matter. Like they just have to get through to the right players, like the leaders out there to like actually set the tone. And it's happened every once in a while. And they just need to try and do it specifically this year with the TV rights coming around the corner. Like I said, and every year, like it's not that much to ask. It really isn't. Um, Is it, is it my poor memory or when I was younger, all those games were hot, were tough games. Like, when it was the Jordans and the Iversons and were those also like alley-oop fests? Okay. I don't remember them being. We, well, they definitely were not like they are now where it's 190 to 170. They weren't like that. Now, I think we have a selective memory when it comes to those games at times. Some were competitive, some were not. I mean, it is yeah. basketball. Like who's to say the East on that night just sort of, sort of kill the West. Like they hit more threes and they, we just want to see them play a little defense and like exactly. get in front of guys, at That's least for some say. of the game. But you're not wrong. No, you're not wrong. Like, they took it way more seriously. There was a little more pride. I think they understood a little bit more of what what that game was supposed to represent and what the weekend is supposed to represent. And it is a showcase. Like, I love All-Star Weekend. I fell in love with it as a kid. I think it is mainly for kids, like, to get them hooked into, you know, dunk contests and three-point contests and the game itself. Um, But, like... Where it's gone in the last couple of years, it's like, it's a joke. It makes it feel like they're just going through the motions and that nobody wants to be there. And it needs to be the opposite where like these guys really want to be there and, and to, you know, build their brand and build the league. It's all their mindset. It's only, it's East versus West team USA versus the world drafting. It doesn't matter if they don't care about the game itself, that they have to at least put some effort in. And I, I oddly think in Indiana here in 24, I don't know. Maybe this is wishful thinking, but I think they're going to give it a go. I think they're not that dumb that again, big billions of dollars on the line. You can only make more money for your players in the union. If you actually can sell this a little bit better, that's what they want to do. This is all part of the, the, the selling package to, you know, be it whatever Warner and ESPN and Apple and Amazon and blah, 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 Netflix, who knows? Um, so I got, I have high hopes that they're actually going to give a damn this year. That's my opinion. And also, also one thing I just thought about and correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't watched baseball in like so long, but isn't it the baseball all-star game? The winner gets home field advantage in the playoffs. They used to. And then they got rid of it because they realized how dumb that is. <laughs> <laughs> so I was now, thinking if, if that happened, then okay. Try hard. So our producer, JD, uh, there's a clip on No Dunks YouTube if you want to go see it. We did pull it out. Um, we were talking about this and debating it and how they're going back to East versus West and like, uh, will we miss the captains picking and all that? And like, should we add stakes to the game like you're saying? Um, JD's thought was, how about the winning conference, the winning team, all the players, their team gets a win in the column. The other team gets a loss in the column. I like that. Now, that doesn't really work as well for East versus West, right? Because generally, you know, like they're all the Eastern conference teams would just be getting one win and all the Western conference teams would be getting one loss in that hypothetical, right? If the East were to win, but if you went back to the captains and you drafted teams and it all shakes down, now we got East guys and West guys on one team. We got East guys and West guys. And they actually played for their team for a W. I don't think that's that crazy. Um, those are some severe stakes, but it's not like home court advantage in the final stakes. I think it's like a nice, a, a nice somewhere in the middle sort of like juice to the game. I think there's something to that. I don't know if they would ever do it, but I, I didn't mind it. 
Yeah, I like that idea. Oh, well, all right. I let's finish up these memes. Sure. <laughs> all right. Rykon's back again. He says, <laughs> tries to signal to the bench he needs water and sign language. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Rykon again. He, he's actually given a little, uh, a, a little. Oh, he's a fan here. of Cat. Wow. Yeah. Contrary to the memes I created, I am actually quite a fan of Cat, and I really, really want this moment. Call of Duty World War II, the only game Cat is actually good at. And here he is again. That exact moment when you realize your fart became a shark. <laughs> Great face on Cat. All right. <laughs> yeah. These are this one in the Vindaloo are definitely his best one, yeah. I think. Um, Silverback just shares a gif. I can't really give too much credit for that one. <laughs> Rykan right is a back again. Carl Anthony Towns perpetually gets carried by his teammates. Not really a meme. Nope. The moment you realize you're the third best player on the team. In the team, not on the team. Oh, it's in the team. Okay, there you go. <laughs> and here's Boston base. I think he must have done a mid-journey photo or something because it kind of looks like Carl Anthony Towns saying oh, preparing yeah. for playoffs. And there he is on Kenny Powers' jet ski. Wow. Yeah. Good AI. Right. Yeah. Okay. We got more oh. right, Ken. Put your hands up for Minneapolis. I hate this city. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> smiles all around my face when zion invites you to his house party okay <laughs> <laughs> trying to get out of the friend zone be like and that's the same uh cousin's photo okay this is a different person that was tunes yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got a narcos meme mm. me after using my second round pick for fantasy on cat okay that's personal mm-hmm. yeah um here we got a little description deeply inhales when his teammates don't get as amped up over an and one lay-in, so you got to celebrate with that imaginary spot in space and time. Okay, oddly oh. specific. Yeah. How, how many more have we got here? All right. Nasri to Cat. I am the captain now. Yeah. Okay. Backup center for sure. Uh, Wizwit. I had. He's looking at J.I. Crowder. I had the time of my life. Nobody puts Crowder in a corner. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wizwit's back again. What are those weird flags hanging? LeBron saying they're called banners. Not uh, bad. Cute day. Memes bring it on. I don't <laughs> think that's a meme. <laughs> um, Cat and everyone's reaction on yesterday's Woj bomb. Okay. I guess, uh, I mean, I hope he created the gif, but still not really much of a meme. Here's another AI. Carl Anthony Towns Jr. If Cat was Lizzo's backup dancer. Okay. <laughs> Greatest big man shooter with an emoji huffing face. Him and Dirk. I don't. Yeah, Cat. Cat is on record saying he's the greatest big man three point shooter of all time. Yeah, and people are good. like, yeah, it's probably Dirk. Yeah. Here's Cat with cat ears. Cat's ready for Halloween this year. That's that's Wizwit again. I'm Here's late. another GIF. Here's another GIF. Cartoon. Yep. Four fingers. Too many fingers. It's very blurry, but I guess he put up four fingers. Dad, my teammates. Don't give me the ball. Uh, oh, here cat. we go. I'm the best big man shooter of all time. It's that Olympics gold medal meme. And then he's all the way at the bottom after Richard Lewis. <laughs> wow. Antoine Walker there too. Yeah. I like that. Like that's not there, bad. But... That's a pretty good one. All right. So that's, that's actually a, real meme. a meme. Yeah. All right. There's another gif of him being sad. And then very oh. nice giveaway. I don't yeah, think that's, that's my favorite. Give it to <laughs> Bruticus. <laughs> And then someone putting a clown face on him. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns waiting for the rookie top shot drop. Okay, that's a top shot specific meme. All right, we made it. That's all. Wow. Of them. That's... 
I mean, man, I should have entered this. You should have. I feel like you could have had a pretty good shot. Jeez. So when right. so when when is this being decided? I don't know. I mean, if you have a favorite, you can call it out. Um, I feel like I'm gonna have to message Alexo today and say, what do you think? Yeah, favorites. I didn't mind the Olympic one. I thought that was okay. Uh yeah, there was one earlier that we were liking. Yeah, don't love that one. You uh <laughs> yeah, some of these are very bad. <laughs> Okay, that you know like that one. one wasn't bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so okay. I like the Wolverine meme. I like the uh, Olympic meme, and mm -hmm. was, yeah, that one maybe because of, oh, I like the <laughs> fanny pack one made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I think that's a. I like this one too. So uh, like that was the most core. work. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> well, I'll have to. I'll have to converse with Alexa, and we'll have to try to figure out a winner. But I think those are the four. So thank you for helping me select those. No problem. Okay, well, let's finish off. Chat, do you have any other questions for J.E. Skeets before we let him go enjoy the rest of his day here? Let's see. We answered this question about the All-Star going back to the old format. Um, that was This is Tesla thought maybe you could incentivize them with a, a bye week. Yeah, that's interesting. But, like, they used to get no time off, basically, for All-Star weekend. And then, you know, the Players Union, I'm sure, fought for more time off. Like, they, they almost get a week off now, um, mm -hmm. which, I, yeah, I'm totally fair happy with fine with i mean i like it as a content creator it gives me a bit of a break i get a couple days off in february um so yeah like longer it's interesting but what a mess with the schedule then like good luck with that so yeah all right chat well if you don't have any questions for the 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 je skeets over here then we're gonna let them go but mm -hmm. um let me let me scroll up and see if i find anything we got a viewer here from australia um someone called out mike lindell i think that's the the pillow guy that's his name yep 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 mm -hmm. um let's see anything else uh, tesla's following up maybe later in the season or before the playoffs he's saying for the bye week the bye yeah i mean they already we got the top six teams they already get a little bit of a break now because of the playing games i don't mind the thinking but i think it might just be a little I don't think it'd be too convoluted for schedule makers, to be honest. Yeah. Well, I guess I know we can finish off skeets. Give us your predictions. Is Wemby your rookie of the year? Yep. Yep. I'm not going to overthink that one. I, I yeah. actually didn't know. I learned on my own show because all the awards, you got to play 65 games now for the most mm -hmm. part, um, except rookie of the year. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Cause I was like, I wasn't going to take Wemby. I was like, Ooh, will he play that many games? And then, uh, you know, they told me, it's like, no, that's the one, the one award that you don't need to hit um a particular amount of games played so i was like okay i, I will take Wemby, but it's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be fun and close i think with chat but i think Wemby will yeah. get it yeah i agree um and then what about your uh your finals prediction who's who are the best teams in the east and west i am gonna go i'm gonna go suns and suns and celtics in the finals who's your champion i was gonna take the suns i took the suns <laughs> early uh, you know, look, they like a lot of their guys are missing time already, so I can't even like give you like Beal hasn't even played for them, so I don't really know what they are. Um, but I still have hope that they're going to be quite dangerous. So I, I'll go Suns uh, over the Celtics. I'll go Suns over the Celtics in seven. I'll, I'll call my okay. shot here. Yeah, all right. Appreciate that. 
Appreciate that. Um, do you have any other, any other like surprising takes that you haven't mentioned yet? Do you have like any other, I don't know, players or teams that you want to just shoot your shot right now so we can come back to this in a year and see how right or wrong you were? Uh, man, not really that I can think of. I'm just looking at a list of the teams. Some we haven't talked about. Um, you know, I think people got a little, a little too eager with the thunder, uh, this season. I think they're taking the steps obviously. Um, but you know, people, you know, people were getting a little crazy with projections of like where they were going to land. Um, I think we're one year, a little too early there. Uh, I, and, and what I've learned from the last five games of the start of the season or whatever, I, I forgot about the Warriors. <laughs> I will I will admit that in thinking about all these other teams and the new deals and Damian there and Drew and Porzingis there and blah and the, and the Nuggets are the defending champs that like I totally forgot about the Warriors. Like they're still so damn good. If you have Steph Curry, you're still awesome. Uh so like in tiers, I believe the Warriors be- deserve to be in the top tier with whoever other teams you want to put there. Um and they, they've earned that right because when healthy with those three guys, they're still they're still awesome. So that's my it's not a hot take, but it's like, oh yeah, I forgot about the Warriors. I had them a tier too low when we started this season. They, Steph Curry is still awesome. Do you think Coom Buckets is gonna make the leap? Kuma, Kuminga? Yeah. <laughs> you called him Coom Buckets? I've never heard that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he called himself Coom Buckets. Wow, I hadn't heard that. That's <laughs> yeah. a, that's he shouldn't do that. Uh, I mean, our, our nickname for Josh Giddy slob wizard is better than that. I know. Um, I mean, they're both very questionable nicknames. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, I guess a small leap. Like he's definitely, they're trusting him more and there's more of a role for him in Moody. So yeah, not, I don't like this guy's not gonna be an all-star this year. No, but, um, (laughs) coom bucket. I won't say it the (laughs) other way. Um, I'm just like, I, I just think they're going to be. Like the Kings don't want to play them like we said off the top. And there's going to be a lot of teams that don't want to see. You don't want to see Steph Curry. <laughs> no. that's the And, you know, if Draymond's playing defensively and all that. They're just still so good. So it'll be fun. I mean, the season still feels like like it's great because it feels like, you know, you can convince yourself five, six, whatever teams could win the championship. So that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. You love to see it. All right. Well, folks, if you want to tune in to J.E. Skeets, you can catch him every day on No Dunks. That's at No Dunks. Anything else? No, follow me at J.E. Skeets on all the uh, social media platforms. No Dunks, Inc., INC on the end. If you're a Survivor fan, no buffs, check that out. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm actually pissed I came on here and that you had me on because now I have one less show to listen to because there's no way I'm listening to this with myself on it. <laughs> but I am a fan of uh, of uh, of the show, Tandy. And uh, yeah, appreciate you having me on, man. All right. Well, I appreciate you making it on. And uh, until the next one, bye-bye. Static Celestia. Static Celestia.